to get up. Hit 92.9. This is Weekend Breakfast. Ready for the weekend. With Heidi and Xavier. We've been like a weekend. 7 o'clock. Hello. I didn't even get to finish that. <laughs> I'm still half asleep. You know, I had a raging last night. Did you? What'd you do? Yeah. What? Rage. Like rage, rage till 8.30. She just kept going. I must admit, Ando, you and I have been doing more and more work together in here at the studio. Yes. And my raging times usually descend at about 9 o'clock at night these days. Yeah, I know. It just happens, doesn't it? It does. Um, but big show tie coming Absolutely. up. Absolutely. Before 9 o'clock, uh, huge Aussie act, Amy Sharks coming yes. in. Yes. My favourite of all time. Yeah, you're going to see her tonight at yep. Capital. Absolutely love her. She's on our... Live. You obsess over a lot of people. No, I don't. Amy Shark's the only one. He obsesses over a lot of females, if you haven't That's noticed. very true. Yeah. Mm. We're not forgetting that day at Cuban Club back in January 1st. You told us what you were like. What did you what? do at Cuban Club? Oh, here we go. There you oh. go. He's denying everything. <laughs> what did I do at Cuban Club? We've also got this lady. I'm showing you her book. Yeah, Dana Vaughan's coming in. Yeah, if you don't know who she is, in 2012, uh, her whole life changed. Uh, she had methylated spirits uh, thrown on her and set a light. She has fought back. Uh, she's written a book and uh, she's become a bit of a personality. So and she was all over the papers about two weeks ago as well. So that's where the story resonated with me because I read in the papers about two or three weeks ago. Did you? Yeah, it was on the front page. You must have been reading about her book, mate. So yes. you'll have lots of questions for her, Absolutely. Locked and loaded. <laughs> all right, up next, so, uh, we're going to chat about things that only seem to happen in this city. And actually, we're going to venture maybe out of Perth today as well. Where we're, are we going? Uh, over Reese. Oh, no, right. But we're not physically leaving No, we're not leaving the studio, studio no. Uh, Zay, you can kick yourself, though, with our old school hit. Old school hit. Reminds my school days. Eiffel 65 and oh, blue. Oh, no. Weekend breakfast starts now. Eiffel 65, that is blue. On Perth's hit 92. 90, it is weekend breakfast with Heidi and Xavier doing it for golden eggs today. And you're a good egg, aren't you, Zay? I am one of the best eggs in Perth. <laughs> but do you really know your eggs? Easter eggs? No. no. Yeah. Eggs Actual you cook eggs. with for breakfast. From a oh, the best type yeah. of eggs. Do you know about them? <laughs> no. Do you know if they're good? Oh, great. Okay. Next time, go to the egg website, which is knowyoureggs.com.au. It offers clarity for next time. You're scratching your head in the egg aisle, which I assume you do all the time. All the time. I don't know where I'm heading. I don't know what eggs I want. <laughs> Let's do this. Early in Perth. News stories from only in Perth, but I think we're venturing over to the East Coast on our third story, are we not, Ty? It is phenomenal. It's about my favourite story we've done so, all year, guys. Sometimes you've got to spread your wings, Hides. We do. Sometimes we just have to move out of this state. First story, which I just lol just a little bit. Snake slithers around Lake Munga as Perth weather heats up. I... Was, what was that? It's a snake. <laughs> That's, do you reckon that sounds like a snake? Can people sounds like gust, gust the wind or something. <laughs> That's what I thought. But is it not obvious that there's going to be snakes around Lake Munga? Yeah, no, but it's only been 23 degrees or something this week. So that is pretty early in the, yeah, in but the snake season. I think because oh, winter, start, winter started so much earlier, I think they're ready to come out earlier. Like, because they've been hiding for so long now. I'm going rogue. Hibernating. I'm going yeah, rogue. One. I'm going absolutely rogue here. What? <laughs> My sister's boyfriend owns a family, owns a pretty big farm over east. Yeah. And not long ago, his mother was on a walk and there was about a four metre tiger snake on had, the path. I found the same thing last year and I've never walked in that path ever again with my dog. Oh I'll, my I'll, gosh. It was on the news. I'll show you in the break. I am so pictured of snakes. Yeah. Do you know my brother went to pick up our vacuum cleaner when we, because we live in a property back in Bathurst. He went to pick up the vacuum cleaner. There was a tiger snake on the vacuum cleaner. So he went to pick up what he thought was a cord. Oh. Oh, man, got nipped by a tiger snake. Oh, too. God, here we go. Topper. No, Topper's but like, here. I tell, I tell a story, and then you've got to go one better. Of but course, your dad, of course your dad got bitten by a snake. They're frightening. Because we used to get the tiger snake story, we went to bed. Dad would turn the lights <laughs> off and be like, 
Uh, and then out okay. comes the snow. Anyway, we're gonna get. We're not gonna go to story two. We're just no, gonna I'm go gonna straight to the east this coast. This is phenomenal. A man who bashed the CEO of Fredbo <laughs> in a Chewbacca costume has faced court. <laughs> this time, wearing a colander over his head. Keith Wass is part of a religion called the Church of the Spaghetti Monster, <laughs> and says colanders are sacred objects. It's really important, guys. You get this right because well, it's not a hat. It's colander. It's not a hat. What is a colander? It's what you strain spaghetti with. So yeah, I was going to say, it's a, it's a cooking device. I called them strainers growing up. No, no. Well, it's not a hat, it's colander. <laughs> no. <laughs> so who is this guy? Can you, because Ty, this is your favourite story. Can you explain to both, because I'd just be regurgitating what's in the news. Can you tell Xavier and I why you're so fascinated by this guy? Because this guy dresses up as, as Chewbacca on Threadbow, mm -hmm. and then he's gone and punched some guy, and now he's got approval to wear a colander on his head in his driver's license photo. Look, Is I he... try and be really polite to everyone and be nice and kind, but this bloke's just a plain old weirdo. No, but shouldn't we <laughs> se be celebrating this what, bashing, weirdo? What, bashing a bloke on Threadbow? Oh, well, yeah, that's not okay. But dressing his Chewbacca and wearing a colander strainer on his head, I think oh, that's okay. Sorry. Well, it's not a hat, it's colander. Oh, <laughs> Please get us out. Anyway, get us out of here. <laughs> it's weekend breakfast. <laughs> Heidi and Dave on Pets Hit 92.9. Welcome to your weekend, Perth. Let's do this. A very special guest in the studio, our Perth comedian, Cam McLaren, is back. Yeah, yeah my favourite. Yeah, Ooh. boy. Oh, nice claps. We got an audience in for you, mate. We did. We brought an audience. But Thanks, you're going to have guys. an audience, live audience tonight at Little Creatures. That's where you're going to be performing. That's right. Comedy Lounge next door, Little Creatures, I think it's called. Yeah, let next door. What yeah, time? Beautiful spot. What time? Give me some times. Uh, 8 o'clock doors, 8.30 start. It might be sold out already, though. I'm kind of a big deal, so. Yes. Yeah. 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 I don't know if you noticed, but I'm already on the radio, you know. Yeah, you know, he's on the radio. <laughs> I like this. So what have you got for us today, my friend? Because well, we, we've asked you to come in and yeah, mix it up share. for us. Have mix it up for us. Yeah. Me and Ando have been locking horns all week. Yeah. We need the funny man. Thank, the I'm nice here to like, man. you know, bring it down. This is it, guys. Because I, I need your help to legitimately. Like, we're all best friends here, right? Yes. I need your genuine help. Because you know people, you know when you meet them, yeah. you've been them before? Yep. I have this issue about uh, <laughs> greeting people. I don't know how to do it. And I don't know whether it's just I'm a big goose. So like... I don't know, like, you don't know whether they're going in for the handshake or the yes. hug. Or, like, some girls go for the cheek kiss. Yes, I do that. And then so many times people don't know that I'm going in for the kiss and then it gets really awkward. Yeah. And then you go in for the the second hug. Like, sometimes yeah. I do the second hug. Like, you know, the one hug, this is awkward. Oh, but I'll go in a little bit more. Yeah, yeah it's so... And then you're just standing there holding your cheek against the Well, that was stranger. you the first time we met. <laughs> when I met you, yeah. Yeah, we had some weird high-five thing going on yeah, as well. Yeah, half of a... Yeah, I just... That was you, though. Well, my safety now, my whole safety, because it's been like 20 years of greeting people wrong, is I go for the high-five every time. doesn't matter who you are, where we're doing it, why it's happening. High-five is the safe... <laughs> No one gets offended by that, right? <laughs> no one. No. High five your girlfriend and see how well that goes down. But yes, or, or your mum. Ninety-five. <laughs> I love that Cam just goes, "What's up?" and no one could see you. Yeah, I've got to act it out for the people. They feel authentic. When I um, when I moved from my country town where I didn't yeah. have any friends that were girls, really, it was just a tiny town where I had five or six mates, and they're all all male, you know, blokey sort of stuff. And then yeah. went to the boarding school in Melbourne, where you sort of met a couple of. Uh, ritzy, I suppose, girls who thought they were traveling pretty well. They used to always go in for the kiss. Brilliant. So from like year eight or nine, <laughs> I was pecking, I was pecking on the cheek and that sort of stuff. But coming from the country to kiss a girl on the cheek, yeah, for me was like hooking up. I was like, you beauty, <laughs> you were like, killing it. I am killing it here. <laughs> See, I don't have that type of confidence to think that when someone meets me, they want me to put my lips on their face. Like I don't think that that's like straight away. Like, oh, we've just met. Let's, you know what I mean? I don't like, know it's... why I always go for the kiss. Yeah. And like I said, it get, it may. I constantly will sit there for hours afterwards, going, why do I do that? But I still do yeah. it every I, single time. I used to hope 
Did it ever happen? We're doing that, are we? We're on the che- on the peak. On the peak. On the peak. Think no matter what you do, as long as you do it with confidence, you're winning. So that's kind of what you want to go for here, isn't it? You want to hear from people on 131060. Yeah. What's their deal? What, do you guys have a default way or is it just straight up, like Ty said, just do anything common? It's just a little if like interpretive as, dance. Just as long as I'm you're confident. I'm all about anything, but yeah. What is your default greeting per 131060 is number? Give us a call. It doesn't matter what it is. You're right. High five, it could boy. be interpretive say, dance. I would, I would limit the high fives when meeting girls. All right. <laughs> I'll write that That's down. That's some advice from Xavier, but give us a buzz. 30, what is 10, your default rating? It's weekend breakfast. That is new music from Guy Sebastian. It's called High On Me at Perth's Hit 92.9, weekend breakfast with Heidi and Zave, joined by Cam McLaren, Perth yeah. comedian. And we put Woo! it out of 13, 10, 60. Yeah. You have a, a little bit of a problem. Yeah. He came to us with his problem and he said, guys, every time I go to greet someone, I go to give them a high five and it doesn't always work out, does it? It, it gets slightly awkward. How, how would you greet Xavier? Well, I, I go, it's hard, especially with cool guys. I, I think he's a cool boy, but oh, they always yeah, do like a weird, I love this so guy. So you, you look, you go in for the handshake and then you, they always do like this kind of weird kind of. Uh, I love that I you're. You're so, saying this kind of, that kind of, and oh, we're yeah. on radio? I forgot we're on radio. This isn't just a conversation. <laughs> the, um, <laughs> no, but it is, it is, like, even some people, I always go a firm handshake on a guy and probably most times a kiss on a girl. But there are the, when you shake hands and then they come in for a cuddle and you're like, oh, that's, really, that's awkward. You know, yeah. like, but there are so many different awkward greetings. It doesn't oh. matter if it's a high five or a kiss. It's so awkward a lot of the time. And you're here to make yourself feel better by asking people on 131060, what is their default greet? Yeah, what are they doing? How do you get through Well, this? Jay, you're in Southlake. Uh, what is your default greeting? Do you have one? My default greet is a kiss. I'm a kisser. Yeah. <laughs> See, I think that's going to be a lot of chicks, isn't it? But do you Absolutely. Go, do you go for the lips or do you go for... The cheek no, that's or weird, both cheeks. That, sort of, that cheek air kiss, but mm. it can get difficult, especially if you don't know, you know, which side you're going for first. So um, I generally try to go the same way and just land a freaky kiss, but that's just me. <laughs> it's just going around because you're a This you're is a all weird about guy. Xavier trying to get kisses, I yeah, feel. Sorry. <laughs> oh, we've got Sam. Hello, Sam. Oh. oh, hi. Hey, Sam. We've got Cam McLaren, our Perth comedian, in he. He, the way he greets people is with a high five. It doesn't always go to plan. It's what, safety. W- would you do a high five? I go for the kiss on the cheek each side. Oh, oh so the double each header. Side. Each side. <laughs> that's what my non. That's what my nonna does. It sounds yep. very my European. Nonna. Are you a nonna? I'm not, but it's like my uh, Muhammad Ali move. You know. Like, Muhammad Ali. Muhammad Ali wasn't kissing people. The kiss of death. <laughs> I think you know what Muhammad Ali did. Uh, <laughs> so, Sam, if Cam wandered over and delivered a big high five, would that be awkward or accepting? Bear in mind, I'm like a delight. So, obviously, like, there's that. What do you mean by it. you're a delight? I'm just a nice, like, people want a high five from oh, me. I feel so, like they're disappointed. He's so cute. I just love you so much. So, what would you do, Sam? <laughs> I think it would be unexpected, but I'm all for a high five. I okay. get it. Okay. Have you Good ever choice, accidentally, Sam. like, knocked someone over because you've gone in so excited for the high five? Because yeah. I feel like you're an excitable character. Yeah, I'm like a giant puppy. Like, yeah. yeah. So, I'm have really... you knocked a few people down oh, with your high five? Constant, but at least I'm not, like, rubbing my face on them. You know what <laughs> I mean? Yeah, yeah, yeah. So, are you any closer to figuring out what the hell to do? Yeah, I think I just might not meet anyone. I think that's the best <laughs> safety. So, Look t- at the floor, walk away. So you're not going to go to your gig tonight at Little Creatures? Uh, Don't greet anyone? Yeah, come get some high fives. I've, I've, okay, I'll do it, Okay, you've right? changed. You've yeah, changed I've, your mind. I've flip-flopped again. I apologize. <laughs> Mr. Flip-flop. The biggest flip-flopper in Australia. <laughs> Thanks for joining us, Flippy. <laughs> No worries. Thanks, guys. Thanks, mate. Heidi and Zave. It's weekend breakfast on Fair 929. You are with Heidi and Xavier. 
I've done it again, Ando. <laughs> I, I think that you do this, what, every single week and go, I've got a footballer, I've got a footballer. No, no. Well, but, that was his old job. So. I know. But, but for the first week of finals, yes. I thought, who would I get? Yeah. I get the bloke who calls himself, self-proclaimed nickname, Sheptember. Sheptember. Okay. Bradley Shepherd, mate, uh, thank you very much for joining us in Adelaide today. <laughs> Thanks for having me. Sheptember, how's the ambience down there? <laughs> Yeah, it's great. The, uh, the fans have come out in full force. Um, just had our light run on um, Adelaide Oval then. And, um, yeah, really excited about the game tonight. Brilliant. Now, Bradley, uh, unfortunately for you or fortunately for you, you generally play against Port Adelaide. You play on their best player, Robbie Gray. Is that something yep. you get nervous about or something you look forward to? Uh, something you look forward to. Um, you know, you love the challenge and we're all competitive people. Um, I played him twice this year and, um, yeah, it seemed to match up pretty well against him, but uh, you know, there's, there's been a couple of restless sleeps throughout the week, and uh, <laughs> hopefully, all the planning gone in, gone into place, and hopefully, you know, one we can get the wind, and one I can keep him quiet. What's the week look like for you, Brad? Because I know there is a lot of pressure on you guys. Uh, my boyfriend is a massive West Coast Eagle fan, and we were only speaking about it yesterday. Like, what is the build-up like? Outside of the football club, what are you like at home? What are you doing to kind of get yourself focused? Yeah, I try um, to switch off from footy when I get get home. Um, whether that's just doing something I enjoy doing. So this week, played a little bit of golf in the afternoon. Nice. Um, but yes, yeah, try and switch off as much as possible because you know if, if you take footy home, then it is a long week and t- you tend to play the game in your head. So yeah, you could psych yourself out, couldn't you, and sabotage the game with your own mental yeah. state. Yeah, you can. Now, so, um, now, West Coast have played six games at Adelaide Oval. They've won five, Brad. Why is that? Do you just love Adelaide? or <laughs> Love smashing Adelaide in Adelaide? Yeah, not too sure what it is. Um, whether it's the, uh, the ground dimensions. I don't know. We've had a couple of great wins there. You would remember Zay, you know, 2015. 2015, we lost by 80 you, over there, mate. Were you playing or were you eating a pie <laughs> on the sideline, those Aves? Uh, Brad, I was a bit of a... No, I used to enjoy a couple of beers with Brad quietly, so um, probably more of the, the cold frosty as opposed to the pie back then. But, Brad, I've got two more questions for you before we wrap it up and let you enjoy your walk around the city of churches. Uh, when the, when's Heidi and I are going to get on Keith's boat to start Who's with? Who's Keith? Brad's dad, who oh, owns a yes. very, very yep. big boat. Yeah, when yeah, are we well, doing um, that? Well, um, I'm surprised you... You've still got my numbers, Abe. Um, oh. you know, you've, you've been very quiet the last, uh, last year or so. So, mate, whenever you want to... Oh, so he only... I'm more than happy. He only yeah. texts you when he wants something. Is that what you're saying, September? Yeah, that, that's the feeling I'm getting, yep. All right, and my last one, mate. What's going on <laughs> with the love life? Because you're a very good-looking single yeah. man. <laughs> no, Tell no. us. Break the scoop. <laughs> Uh, no, still single, Dave. Yep, so as, as the sun comes out, Shep will start getting his shirt off on Instagram and that's a little bit of a sign that he gonna, wouldn't mind some attention. It's going to be everyone's Sheptember. <laughs> yeah, well, uh, I'll try and uh, take my shirt off, mate, and hopefully get you on the phone as well. Uh, but, uh, it looks like I'm half-decent Nick. Good oh, on well, good you. Luck. Oh, so you look like half-decent Nick next to me. Good, good luck tonight, mate. Thanks, Brad. Thank you. Good on you, really buddy. Really appreciate it. Cheers, mate. You're on Weekend Breakfast with Heidi and Dave. Everybody get up. Hit 92.9. This is Weekend Breakfast. Ready for the weekend. With Heidi and Xavier. You know what I just realised, guys? Yes. He says everybody get up on there. So if we were set as someone's alarm clock... They would be getting up. Yeah. Should have been up already. Did it say our names as well? At the end of it. But it says everybody get up. And then the... 
time to get up, guys. That's, this is Ty, ladies and gentlemen. <laughs> You're with Heidi and Xavier. It's <laughs> the, weekend the simpleton. <laughs> the simpleton. It is Bachi finale week, though. We're going to see who Maddie J chooses this week. We've been following The Bachelor very closely, Xavier. I know yourself, the correspondent for the station, you've been hard at it for the last couple of weeks. My favourite show. I've had to interview girl after girl after girl. Had a you, great time doing it, but occasionally I miss an episode or two, and I have missed a couple lately. You've missed the last three weeks. Two weeks. Two, two weeks. Come on, Andrew. Slight exaggeration for the radio. And I did. T- <laughs> I did tell you two about two minutes ago too. You've, I, I was just trying three. to amp it up, but I know we caught up with Flo earlier this morning, and it was a really riveting interview. It uh, was. We we came out with the hard hitting questions. Absolutely, and I just referred to the game that I love playing, called Real or Fake, which obviously alludes to the fact whether the person is real or fake in terms of personality, body parts, the contestant gets to choose. So it was Florence who got kicked out on Thursday night. Tara. Real. Elise. Real. Laura. Real. Michelle. Fake Ted. Kobe. <laughs> fake nose. Jen. <laughs> fake Ted. Simone. <laughs> I'm pretty sure those are fake tits. <laughs> <laughs> Alex? Real. Lisa? Real. Alora? Real. And of course yourself. Uh, oh, it's mm, time, time's up. Time's up. up. Time's up. Well, well done. Who cares about me? <laughs> the most inappropriate interview I think we've ever had. See, everyone makes it inappropriate. All I want to know is if the girls have got great personalities or they're not. So fake or real. And why did she keep saying tits then? They, they take it down the wrong path. Okie dokie. Anyway, uh, we've got a really special guest coming up yeah. in the next 15. Her name is Dana Bullen. Uh, in 2012, her whole life turned around uh, when she had methylated spirits thrown on her. We're going to chat to her up next. Kylie Minogue at Spinning Around Weekend Breakfast on Pepsi 92.9. You're with Heidi and Xavier right now. And Ty, I need your input on this as well, mate. Great. So I'm sure people are probably off on their way to breakfast this morning. That's kind of what you do on the weekend. You catch up with your mates, you go out to breakfast. If you don't have kids. If you don't have kids. Yeah, or you're going off to, or you're going, Oh, no, you're probably going to kids' sport or something, but... This is for probably people driving along in their car right now. I wonder what the hell you would do because I went for breakfast with my girlfriend last weekend. We went to Perfect Pantry because she's vegan and it is an amazing place. You know that's dangerous territory on this show. Vegetarians, I'm watching your movement and I'm frightened more than I am by Kim Jong-un. Xavier? Actually, Kim Jong stepped it up a little bit recently. (laughs) I'm not sure what I am more frightened about right now. The vegetarian slash vegan movement or Sorry, Kim Jong. Well, but it's no, no, dangerous no. territory. Yeah, I know. And I'm actually quite worried now for my girlfriend who I'm going to talk. Because I want to know what you would have done in this situation. So we went for breakfast last Sunday and she said, my shout, because I got the one before that. We've been best friends since we are five. You know, yep. so what goes around comes around. Anyway, so I was like, oh, perfect. She got my breakfast today. She's like, all right, what do you want? I said, oh, I'll have the eggs and avocado and dukkha. And she looked at mm, me and she goes, oh. Sorry, um, if you're having eggs, I can't buy you breakfast. Oh, my Lord. <laughs> and you're still mates? <laughs> we're still besties. Oh. I don't know if we're going to be after she hears this, but, I mean, because I've known her for so long, I I wasn't going to say, oh, Mel, I can't believe you're being like that because I understand that she's really passionate and I feel that there has to be people in this world that are passionate about fighting for animal rights. Absolutely. If fight about anything, that's important. If you believe in it, mm. fight about yeah. it. But I can't stand when people was, push their own attitudes towards you to make decisions. It was a bit stingy, wasn't it? Do you reckon it was more of a tight-ass thing? I think it was a bit of a tight-ass thing. 
I mean, the, she had it planned all along. She knew Hines was going for the, she has the a, poached eggs. Yeah, the poached eggs with the dukkha and everything. So I just went, okay, here you go. Here's my card and pay for the lot. So oh, I paid so for her vegan breakfast. How many times a week do you reckon she does that? Let's I go for breakfast. She, I can't pay for your eggs. Pay she for she probably does it for everyone. <laughs> she doesn't pay for breakfast for two my, years. My girlfriend's vegetarian, right? Yeah. Which, which, you know, not quite the same as, as vegan. But still, if she's cooking dinner one night and I'm not home, yeah. she will refuse to cook meat for me. See, I understand that. I understand I that because it might make hungry. her sick. I hate cooking chicken, so I can't cook Griffo chicken or myself chicken oh, in the house. It's irritating. Em, uh, Emily's a vegetarian as well, and yeah. we sometimes have disputes over what, <laughs> what's, what's for dinner and whatnot, but her and I are on a diet at the moment. Oh, she put you on the diet. She's put me on a diet. Do you call her, do you call her Kim Jong-un? No, I call her Chunks. No. Um, <laughs> but in fairness, I've actually really enjoyed the last three or four meals I've eaten. What have you eaten? Oh, so we had like a beautiful sort of green Grass. salad. Like yeah. beautiful cheeses and stuff. And then last night was burgers. We're just going to go through his list last of Last night was eaten. burgers, got... but not beef burgers. It was like oh, some, some... Lentil burgers. Pro- protein patty. No, I'm not sure, but it had a beautiful Anyway, why the hell are we talking about <laughs> Sorry, Mel, Mel, Mel sh- sharpen up. Move on. Pay for the eggs. Oh, I want to know what dressing it was. Why? Now. I can't believe you just went through your whole list of menus for no, the week. That sounds bloody good. <laughs> Sorry, I think Mel's... I think we digress. <laughs> we digress. Mel... Stop pushing your vegan movement onto Ando. <laughs> pay for her bloody eggs and stop being stingy. Yeah, and hopefully she's listening this morning. <laughs> yeah, all right. It's Weekend Breakfast at Hit 92.9. This is Pat's Hit 92.9. Welcome to Weekend Breakfast. You are with Heidi and Xavier. Uh, joined by someone you would say pretty inspirational right now, Heidi. Hugely inspirational. Uh, when I first heard your story, when I first started working here in Perth, I, I couldn't believe it because I remember watching it on the news uh, years before. So it was 2012. Uh, do you want to tell people what happened? Because I was going to say, I was going to read the thing again, but it, it, I can't believe, that's your life. Yeah. Um, okay. I'll give you the, the lowdown. The lowdown. Um, it was tw- It was actually, it all started from in New Year's Eve on 2011 going into 2012. Yeah. I had met this guy in the line, you know, exchanging chips at the cast. Yeah. Um, and what seemed to be the most like insignificant conversation, but in, you know, in one that would end up changing my whole entire life. Yeah. And that's it. Never spoke to him again. He never had my number, never texted me, never nothing. Saw him again, nothing. And then on Australia Day, um, I remember because I was out at a party and I was like, I looked like a, literally Australia. Um, <laughs> I started getting these psychotic calls from his ex-wife at the time. And she was just like screaming, threatening, saying the nastiest things. Um, basically, like most of them cons- consisted, I'm going to kill you, ruin your pretty little face. Uh, you think you're so pretty, pretty little blonde. Um, I think um, my looks were such an issue for her and she c- kept threatening to ruin my face. Yeah. So um, uh, on the morning of the 16th of February, I had fallen asleep in my apartment and I was seeing this guy. He'd, he'd left. I'd sent him off. Um, sent him away for the day. Given him a boot. <laughs> uh, yeah. And, um, and then... Like, I mean, later on in court, I'd find out that that was the fourth time they'd come to my house that night waiting for me and him to leave. Um, and so I'd fallen asleep on the couch and I woke up to two people in my apartment, a man and a woman. And uh, we got into this huge verbal fight. And she said, where is he? Before I could even say where's who, uh, before I could even finish that sentence, um, she just me methylated spirits and set me on fire and um, automatically went into survival mode and I stopped, dropped and rolled. And which is what they teach you at which school. Which comfortable yeah. care. Yeah. Yeah. Comfortable uh, care. Oh. <laughs> oh, I see you, comfortable care. I see you. So that obviously wasn't a uh, wise move for yourself. No, at the time. it was the worst thing I could have done. Um, and, you know, they watched me burn alive and fled. And by the time I got up from jo- stop dropping and rolling, I literally was 10 times worse on fire. I looked like that guy from Fantastic Four, you know, the fire guy? <laughs> yeah. No, no, no oh. joke. Like there was just flames yeah. everywhere. Like, uh, yeah. Um, 
And and the photos in your book and and online and everything. Uh, I follow you on Instagram. You're you have truly transformed. Yeah. And and you've now written a book about it because this woman and this man, she's in jail, isn't she? Yeah. Yeah. And is he? No, he um. Yeah. So he's never been charged, which I've written about in my book. And his name is Daniel Stone. And because of the book, recently I've spoken to a lot of. And you're probably the first person to ask people to ask me this because of the book I've spoken to a lot of detectives lately and I've spoken to lawyers so I know what I'm talking about there is no statute of limitations on being charged this person came into my I never said he does me Daniel Stone I never said he does me meth lady spirits he came into my apartment Egged her onto door. He's like, you know what? I think the bitch was shit. Fuck the bitch. Oh, that's okay. We can edit that. Don't worry, we're not loud. Okay, so um, said all that. Sorry, no, no, that's fine. I got so caught up. Um, so he egged her onto door. Broke into my apartment. Failed to render assistance. Fled the scene of the crime. And then I listened to phone intercepts of him in court, covering it up, like trying to cover up the whole thing when they were looking for him. So conspiracy to cover up a crime. That's five charges at least and never been charged. Why? Ever. Yeah. Look, I've been on a goose chase. When I speak to lawyers and detectives about it, they are gobsmacked. So obviously um, drugs played a part in this. Yeah. Is that that a lifestyle that was like unusual to come in? (laughs) No, no, no. No, no, this is not directed at you. Why are you throwing but the did you, finger did at you me? Did you see them come in? We had and this think, out last time. Yeah. Oh, no, did you see them come in and think they were out of control and this was a possibility, or was it like well, oh, I was sleeping on my couch and they so, came? But yeah. you thought they were out of control as soon as they walked in. I thought it they wasn't were out of control from the moment that I was getting the most psychotic calls ever. Oh, yeah, my goodness. Yeah. So Xavier doesn't really know your story, by the way. So he's just. <laughs> She's looking at me because I remember oh, when we did an I'm interview. This. Well, what happened when I saw you at Cosmo yeah, yeah. Australian Woman of the Year? Yeah, I know. Because Will, our co-host on the yeah. on the weekday show, <laughs> he he asked Dana that because no one and uh, no one asked you that in an interview, did they? And why should they? That's kind that, of, I guess, why you get offended sorry. by it. No, Don't, no, no. I get offended. Let me clear it up for you again, yeah. Heidi. Um, I get offended by it because I and I talk about my charges in my book. Yeah. I have only got possession charges. Yeah. Which I had from well and truly before I was burnt. So my okay. so my question was more in relation in terms of. Was he not charged because of drug use or anything like that? I can say. Like his state of mind. And this is hearsay. I can say that he was not charged because I have a lawyer friend who's told me that he is helping the police for something else. Okay. Oh my right. God. And <clears throat> I can say that. There's more to it. And I can say that so hearsay. So is that. he, pro- he's being protected? Well, what you're getting Poten- told? Potentially. Potentially. Okay. Well, without uh, scandal, scandal, scandal. 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 Well, so, I know. I don't. I, I, the thing is, there is so much to talk to you about with your life and yeah. the way that you've been so determined. And my favorite part on the back of this book was like when the doctors told my family I would die, I lived. When they told me I would be lucky to survive, I thrived. When my body wanted to quit, when my heart stopped on the operating table, I would not let myself go because I knew my life was so worth it. I knew it was worth fighting for. That is why, to me, you are a huge inspiration. Thank you. Like every single day you fight for your life. And for general people like me who aren't big readers, the books actually, if you're not into autobiographies or memoirs, you were saying yeah. before, it is a bit like a Hollywood uh, action sort of yeah, movie. Yeah, sort of suspense. Th- yeah, thriller. suspense. It's got the drugs. It's got the crime. It's got yeah. it's got the ups and the downs. And it's also got the, like the motivation side and it's yeah. got like, the hope. and a bit of everything. Yeah. It really does embody everything. And it. for people to, like I said, that are like me who love a self-help book, this is one inspirational motivation, like motivational book. Yeah. And I think it also puts people in check. Like, um, yeah. you know, when you think you got 
problems. You don't know problems. Exactly. But how can you sit there and like, that's what I think is so amazing Mm. that you can say that. When people like me, especially it's love your body week, right? And I worry about my stomach or whatever. And then you sit there. How do you, um, how do you change your mindset or or like, you know, to keep going and and not sit there and get caught up on, I guess, the BS of the way that you might see yourself? Um, I I think it comes down to. Well, choices for starters, like I chose to be, I chose to be alive, but I didn't just choose to be alive. I chose to live. Live it. Yeah. So I don't want to, these are my choices, live, live a crappy life or live a a crap life. Like I'm going to work so crappier or crap. You know, I was going to work so hard to get whatever, like whatever I can out of life. And yeah, whatever, I've got scars, but I've worked on them. They've diminished so, so much. And whatever you have, make the best of it. Like I may have scars, but man, I work out hard for this body. Yeah. Like, and you're living. Like that's the every I, I'm single not day. Just a, like, I'm living. I have a yeah. good life. Like I'm happy. Yeah. I do. And the book tour this. is going bananas and you're yeah. back over East and you've got an exciting uh, yeah, we allowed appe- to appearance. Say? We allowed yeah, you can say it's locked in. A so. very exciting appearance on a TV show, one of the biggest TV shows in Australia, The Project. With yep. our very own Hit 92.9 host, Carrie Bickmore. So yes. Yeah. That is going to be pretty impressive. Thank you so much for yes, coming in. Yes, we're tonight. massive fans. We're massive oh, fans. Thanks for having me. Thanks, thanks guys. Thanks, mate. Cheers. You're on Weekend Breakfast. This is Pat. It's 92.9. Welcome to Weekend Breakfast. You are with Heidi and Xavier. Uh, joined by someone you would say pretty inspirational right now, Heidi. Hugely inspirational. Uh, when I first heard your story, when I first started working here in Perth, I, I couldn't believe it because I remember watching it on the news uh, years before. So it was 2012. Uh, do you want to tell people what happened? Because I was going to say, I was going to read the thing again, but it, that's your life. It all started from in New Year's Eve on 2011 going into 2012. Yeah. I had met this guy in the line, you know, exchanging chips at the cast. Yeah. Um, in what seemed to be the most like insignificant conversation, but in, you know, in one that would end up changing my whole entire life. Yeah. And that's it. Never spoke to him again. He never had my number, never texted me, never nothing. Saw him again, nothing. And then on Australia Day, um, I remember because I was out at a party and I was like, I looked like a, literally Australia. Um, <laughs> I started getting these psychotic calls from his ex-wife at the time and she was just like, screaming, threatening, saying the nastiest things. Um, basically, like most of them cons- consisted, I'm going to kill you, ruin your pretty little face. Uh, you think you're so pretty, pretty little blonde. Um, I think um, my looks were such an issue for her and she kept threatening to ruin my face. Yeah. So um, uh, on the morning of the 16th of February, I had fallen asleep in my apartment and I was seeing this guy. He'd, he'd left. I sent him off. Um, sent him away for the day. Give him a boot. <laughs> uh, yeah. And, um, and then... Like, I mean, later on in court, I'd find out that that was the fourth time they'd come to my house that night waiting for me and him to leave. Um, and so I'd fallen asleep on the couch and I woke up to two people in my apartment, a man and a woman, and uh, we got into this huge verbal fight. And she said, where is he? Before I could even say where's who, uh, before I could even finish that sentence, um, she just me in methylated spirits and set me on fire and um, automatically went into survival mode and I stopped, dropped and rolled. And which is what they teach you at which school. Which comfortable yeah. care. Yeah. Yeah. Constable uh, care. Oh. <laughs> I see you, Constable care. I see you. So that obviously wasn't a uh, wise move for yourself. No, at the time. it was the worst thing I could have done. Um, and you know they watched me burn alive and fled. And by the time I got up from jo- stop dropping and rolling, I literally was ten times worse on fire. I looked like that guy from Fantastic Four. You know the fire guy. <laughs> yeah. No, no, no wow. joke. Like there was just flames yeah. everywhere. Like yeah. Um, and and the photos in your book and and online and everything. Uh, I follow you on Instagram. You're you have truly transformed yeah and and ne- you've now written a book about it because this woman and this man she's in jail isn't she yeah yeah and is he no he um yeah. so he's never been charged which i've written about in my book well so- i know i don't I, I, the thing is there is so much to talk to you about with your life and yeah the way that you've 
been so determined. And my favorite part on the back of this book was like, when the doctors told my family I would die, I lived. When they told me I would be lucky to survive, I thrived. When my body wanted to quit, when my heart stopped on the operating table, I would not let myself go because I knew my life was so worth it. I knew it was worth fighting for. That is why, to me, you are a huge inspiration. Thank you. Like every single day you fight for your life. And for general people like me who aren't big readers, the books actually, if you're not into autobiographies or memoirs, you were saying yeah. before, it is a bit like a Hollywood uh, action sort of yeah, movie. It's sort of suspense it, yeah, thriller. Suspense. It's got the crime. It's got yeah. it's got the ups and the downs. And it's also got the, like the motivation side. And it's yeah. got like, the hope. and a bit of everything. Yeah. It really does embody everything. And it. for people to, like I said, that are like me who love a self-help book, this is one inspirational motivation, like motivational book. Yeah. And I think it also puts people in check. Like, um, yeah. you know, when you think you've got problems you don't know problems exactly but how can you sit there and like that's what i think is so amazing Mm. that you can say that when people like me especially it's love your body week right and i worry about my stomach or whatever and then you sit there how do you um how do you change your mindset or or like you know to keep going and, and not sit there and get caught up on i guess the bs of the way that you might see yourself um i i think it comes down to well, choices for starters, like I chose to be, I chose to be alive, but I didn't just choose to be alive. I chose to live. Live it. Yeah. So I don't want to, uh, these are my choices, live, live a crappy life or live a, a crap life. Like I'm going to yeah. work so crappier or crap. You know, I was going to work so hard to get yeah. whatever, like whatever I can out of life. And yeah, whatever, I've got scars, but I've worked on them. They've s- diminished so, yeah. so much. Mm. And whatever you have, make the best of it. Like I may have scars, but man, I work out hard for this body. Yeah. Like, and you're living. Like that's the every I, I'm single not day. Just a, like, I'm living. I have a yeah. good life. Like I'm happy. Yeah. I do. And the book tour is going bananas and you're yeah. back over east and you've got an exciting uh, Yeah, we allowed appe- to appearance? say? Yeah, you can say it's locked in. A so. very exciting appearance on a TV show, one of the biggest TV shows in Australia, The Project. With yep. one of our very own Hit 92.9 host, Carrie Bickmore. So yes. I, yeah. That is going to be pretty impressive. Thank you so much for yes, coming in. Yes, we're Don't massive know. fans. We're massive oh, fans. Thanks for having me. Thanks, thanks guys. Thanks, mate. Cheers. You're on Weekend Breakfast. Weekend Breakfast on Feds Hit 829. You are with Heidi and Xavier this morning. Uh, for golden eggs. Now, the Know Your Eggs campaign, Zave, offers advice about choosing your eggs. I and love my eggs. What advice can you give? I love them fried. I love them scrambled. But I love them from this website, Ty. Yeah. <laughs> Called Golden Eggs. Noteyoureggs.com.au. Oh. It assures you that whichever <laughs> egg type you choose, golden eggs are of the highest standard. Xavier. Yes, mates. <laughs> oh, my life, mate. My life. Oh, it's a, mess, a bit of it? an FML moment. Oh, relationship problems. I think it's over. What? No, you can't say that because only two days you were telling me that you were going to propose. <laughs> or you did, I think, say you were going to get engaged on the radio. <laughs> yeah, no, it's not that bad, actually. I've, I've over-exaggerated, but... <laughs> That's not unlikely. But it's good. It's good. We like to exaggerate. I'm going from one extreme to the other. It's, yeah. I'm just flip-flopping like our good mate Cam does. But anyway... <laughs> For those em- who don't know, Cam, he was on earlier on the show. Flip-flopper. Yep. Yeah. Anyway, em, em and I are <laughs> placed in Melbourne in the city... Uh, it's a, it's a relatively nice house, but it needs a new bathroom. So this is your house in Melbourne in the city. Correct. Not your house That's that you live in here. No, yeah, no. but no, but I'm just, okay. So <laughs> I just yeah. had a brain fart and was like, how are we in Melbourne all of a sudden? No, no, no. So obviously lived in Melbourne for a long <laughs> period of time. We did. And then moved over about four years ago. Yes. So still got a, um, a house there, but needs a new bathroom. Mm. Emily and I still have separate accounts, but we just pay for whatever, yeah, whatever. Like enough. it doesn't, Yeah. if a bill comes through, she'll pay it. I'll pay it. It doesn't doesn't matter. It all comes around in circles. But on the bathroom, mm. we thought, 
we'll go halves. Yeah, well, so, yeah, well, it so, is both your house. Yep. So we'll go halves. Beautiful, great idea. M's organised the builder, um, style, all that sort of hoo-ha. Awesome. Goes over my head. So she's the organised one, is what you're saying? Yes. You just much. you just fork out the cash, write the check. Well, kind of. We're going half, so she does that too. But <laughs> we've come to this agreement, and I was so looking forward to what the new bathroom was going to look like. I had my little savings put it aside about you know whenever the builder's ready, transfer away we go. The other night in bed, M goes, I "Need to speak to you, Zave." I said, "Yep, what's wrong, mate? What can I do for you?" She goes, "I've got a better idea than the bathroom." I was like, "Well, the bathroom's a necessity. We need to fix this for the people in the they're, rental, but like they're yeah. paying for it." Granted, you probably don't really because they rented it in the condition it was, but mm -hmm. I'm such a nice but guy. It's, and it's a good investment for you too. It is. M goes, cool. Um, I think you should pay the whole bathroom and I want to spend some money in Africa for something for us to do. What? But surely. So, oh, wait, wait, wait. So you, she wants you to pay in full what yep. it is and then she's going to pay in full Africa. No, she's going to, she wants to contribute her portion of the bathroom towards some sort of event in Africa. When well, we if it Africa. works out to be the same amount yeah, of money, that's... then it doesn't matter. But there's yeah. a necessity of the bathroom. So we're not swimming in financials. No, but but, but what she's saying makes sense if you're both going yeah. halves. No, but I'd rather her go halves on the bathroom and then we can see what's left between us and then go to Africa. I feel like you're making a big deal about nothing. Yeah. And I, you want just mine, wanna... I want mine to go towards something more exciting than a bathroom. <laughs> but... But it doesn't matter. It's still it's the, the same. same. Money. Yeah, You're but still... I want to contribute something better than a bathroom. I want to go skydiving. I want to go to. No, you don't. You told me you would never I go skydiving. I hate heights. I don't want to go skydiving. <laughs> it just sounded like something fun. <laughs> <laughs> it's weekend breakfast. It is weekend breakfast on Pair Tit 929. You're with Heidi and Zave now, joined by. Oh, yeah. One of our hottest Australian acts at the moment. I thought you were just talking about her looks then for no, a second time. I was talking about a hit that did so well on yeah. January 26th this year, as yep. well as her brand new single, Drive You Mad. I am talking about a lady whose song just played for you then, Amy Sharp. Hey, guys. Hey, what a lovely intro. Can I listen to that every morning? <laughs> you can just have Ty waking you up every yeah, single morning. Yeah, that? No, if it includes Ty, you don't want that. <laughs> Thank you, Xavier. Uh, Ames, you're in town tonight. You're playing at Capital. You're doing World Famous and Live, I think we're calling mm, it. For the Fashion days. Festival, the 5 o'clock tomorrow. Well, Ames, I know Zaves is a massive fan. He is going to see you tonight. But uh, before he asks you, a really important question because I know he's busting to chat to you. I wanted to speak to you about a tweet that I saw on your um, Twitter. Now, because this has been a huge 12 months for you and you wrote, I haven't heard from my father in 15 years until now. I'm mu It must suck knowing your daughter got all this way on her own. No, now beat it. I'm busy. Are you, what, what's happened here? So you haven't spoke to your dad in 15 Pretty harsh, years. Hey? <laughs> yeah, I was, but. I guess I was in a bad, bad space of mind when I wrote that. But um, yeah, you know, like it's, um, I'm, I'd like to think that I'm, a, I'm quite a real person. Yeah. And um, everyone that sort of is getting to know me and my music know that, like, I, I do put a, a lot out there. Um but yeah, you know, like I haven't, I, I, it's true. Like I haven't spoken to him in ages. And wow, mate. That's, that's crazy. And that's what yeah. I was going to say. I guess for me, why my eyes pricked up when I saw that was there's this new TV show um, with Ray Martin. And I only spoke to him about it this week about families coming together that haven't spoke to each other for so long. Yeah. Right. So there's no chance of like you and your dad reconciling. Oh, like I'm, I would definitely like, I, I don't want to say never, you know, never. Um, but right now is like, Hey, 
this isn't the time. I'm, yeah. I'm like, I'm, I'm finally at a place um, doing what I love to do and I'm finally getting somewhere and I just don't need this on top of er- everything else, every other sort of stress that's coming my way at the moment. I definitely don't need someone who hasn't helped at all trying to sort of enjoy the, the fruits of, um, you know, the journey. So. Well, thank you for keeping it real, Ames. That's okay. Um, You know, like, it's like, I, I just... I get so many messages from people saying that, you know, um, they, they sort of connect a lot with the songs and with the music and, um, I just, yeah, like I, want to keep it as real as possible and, um, yeah, I'm sure there's many, many like kids and, and just people in general going through the same sort of thing. Now, Amy, talking about keeping it real, I think I'm paraphrasing on a comment I read of yours about something about 12 months ago, all you had was a song called a door on your computer that no one had ever heard of. Is your head still in the clouds? Yeah, there's definitely times like there's so much on. So every day I'm sort of just like focusing on, you know, doing my best at um, like, cause even this is new to me, like doing yeah. pr- promo and stuff is so new to me. So I, I'm just trying to do my best at everything. But then there's times where I, I might have a, I might have a minute and I'll be like, whoa, like yeah. this, is, this is so incredible. Is this like, really my life? Yeah, you know, like I was walking past um, the Sydney venue the other night and yeah. like there's a massive Amy Shark sold out thing like on wow. the venue thing. And, and I walked past and I was like, this is such a, th- like, you know, I, I, I used to have to really beg to play tiny, tiny venues and now like, uh, you know, I've sold out this venue like three nights and it's it's moments like that that I'm just like, this is this is just... This, this can't be real, you know. Well, keep now, that down-to-earth attitude, girlfriend. There, yeah, well, that's what I'm moving on to. There's one thing, well, not one thing, I love many things about you, but <laughs> I stalk you on Instagram and your Instagram lives often have you having beers with the boys. Are they along the journey <laughs> everywhere? Because I look at that and he think, wants to go, how he, do he, I join this clique? Yes, I love beers you, with the boys you, more than anyone. You want to have beer, a beer with her tonight, oh, don't you? Is that what dream. you're angling for? <laughs> it's a tough squad to get into, dude. Like there's, you know, there's different <laughs> things you'll have to do to get into the, to oh. the crew. Group, but, like what? Know, like you know, we'll probably make you do like something really inappropriate. Sold. Just to, just I mean, to, you know, <laughs> prove your loyalty. Oh, to... if you need a best friend tonight, I know Xavier will be front row. Uh, Ty's <laughs> going to be hosting, I think, the gig tomorrow. Five p.m. So you've got two boys, massive fans Excellent. in the studio, All and right. me, a little tag along girl. And if you want to come along it. tomorrow to see Amy as well, it is going to be free down at uh, Fashion Central, five o'clock awesome. tomorrow night. It is our world famous alive, of course. Tonight, the gig as well. Is at Capital in Perth as well. If you want to get along, there's a couple of tickets still available. Awesome, Ames. Thanks for joining us, mate. Thanks, guys. Thanks, Thanks for having Amy. me. Thanks, Amy. Cheers.